Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland on News Talk. Now, some people never miss a business story. Kieran Hancock, he's a business editor at the Irish Times, and this week alone, he's been interviewing the Taoiseach elect as well as reporting on everything from Easons to hotels. He's taken a break from his hectic beat to bring us some of the best business stories of the week. Good morning, Kieran Hancock. How are you? Hi, Bobby. How are you? I want to start, if I can, Kieran, with that interview you had mm. with the Taoiseach elect, uh, Leo Varadkar. Um, he talked about the loss of tech jobs and you know he seemed to indicate that we should be, we could be looking at a a figure of about 15% or as high as 15% which on the basis of 158 odd thousand people you know it it could be 15 to 20,000 jobs i was quite surprised at him being so I suppose, yeah. yeah. So just to put it into context, I guess there were 11,000 jobs in the ICT sector lost in the third quarter. That came out of uh, some CSO numbers uh, sure. recently. And then, of course, we had Twitter and Stripe uh, with those high profile uh, job cuts. And I asked him, uh, he said he expected more job cuts in the tech sector. So I asked him, are we talking about hundreds or thousands? And he said, well, look, it's likely to be thousands. And companies are typically cutting between 5 and 15% of their workforces uh, when they're doing layoffs. Now, he was optimistic that there would be a couple of announcements coming down the track around the turn of the year in the tech sector. And he was also keen to point out that if you go to life sciences, med tech, pharma, etc., yeah, we're still creating jobs. Yeah. So uh, he was trying to obviously put a positive light on it. But yeah, no, it is it is concerning at the moment. And we know that, um, for example, Facebook have pulled back from uh, taking four blocks in Balls Bridge, which was formerly the home to AIB. And LinkedIn similarly have, have, um, have downsized their plans for new offices here. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how the, I suppose, commercial uh, property, uh, particularly the office lets, because I'm actually quite surprised that more companies haven't, and maybe some of them haven't been able to, uh, but haven't stepped out of leases and uh, moved to smaller premises and that, because there's still a lot of companies in places that are way too big for them. You hear whispers that companies are trying to negotiate with their landlords to exit from leases. But landlords are in a pretty strong position, particularly with companies such as international companies like Facebook or LinkedIn, whose parent is Microsoft, and they can just say, listen, you signed a contract. Yeah, and it's guilt hedged. It's 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 guaranteed by the parent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you're right. That is a thing. Let's look at some of the other stories then. Um, Eason's, uh, they've shelved plans to sell their O'Connell Street store. Um, Interesting to see a company like Eason's. It's been around a long time. A very well-known Irish iconic brand. But a lot of the distributions to shareholders in recent times have been by way of property transactions. Yeah. So that would maybe indicate to me that, you know, that uh, the, 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 if they're doing that, that the, maybe that the retail is off the boil slightly. Well, it has been for Easton for a long time. They've been under a lot of pressure. I mean, people have been able to go on Amazon and just go online and, and buy a book. And um, the reality is you can probably buy a book online more cheaply than if you go into any Easton or any other uh, bookstore, uh, bricks and mortar bookstore. That's been the, the way of the world for a while. So four years ago, they decided that they needed to do something um, to tackle the retail business. And obviously, there was a lot of money sitting in these properties. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was the opportunity 
opportunity to split out the property side from the retail business. Um, they put some, they've sold eleven properties uh, to date. Um, I know they've done this internal transaction on O'Connell Street, and uh, what's happened is they've uh, freed freed up fifty million euros for the shareholders. So happy days for the shareholders. All that capital has been released. Well, and a lot of them will be of a certain age, Bobby. And some of them, uh, sorry, uh, just shy of twenty million has been put into the retail business to recapitalize it and revitalize it. And they've built out the e-commerce offering, uh, and they seem to be doing quite well, particularly in the pandemic. Yeah. They seem to be doing quite well in terms of their online sales, but it's still a tough market. Well, Eason's links slice nicely to my next story because. Because they're also somebody who did a sale and lease back of a company all the way back in, uh, I think it was 1986, which is Bewley's. Uh, and the That's rent right. in the Bewley's Grafton Street uh, went from 300 odd thousand in those days uh, to whatever it is, one and a half million today. So they published their accounts recently. It's not a pretty sight. Um, f- in terms of the, the certainly the financial performance. No, that's right. They made a big loss at one point seven million, um, and the lease on the uh, cafe in uh, Grafton Street, which is iconic uh, and everybody knows it from far and wide, uh, is costing them about one and a half million euro. They signed an upward only uh, lease agreement, uh, and currently the uh, landlord is a Johnny Ronan Company Ronan uh, Group uh, Real Estate. And Bewley's has been in dispute with that company over a number of years to try and get a reduction in the rent, but it has never succeeded. So it's got to see it out. And uh, they've closed the premises in the past and they've also uh, refurbished it, put a lot of money into it. Uh, but they've never been able to make money at that kind of, out of the Grafton Street Cafe at that kind of rent level. Well, it's it's interesting because the turnover uh, uh, for 2020, just 1.2 million. And as you say, the rent at one and a half. And so it really is being held open for... The, it is. Now, uh, we should say that obviously uh, lockdown restrictions were in place for sure. part of uh, that year, so that would have impacted... Well, also I believe that the rent review might be up next year, so I think there's a there's an obligation on Bewley's to continue to trade. To In other words, if they don't continue to trade, they don't get the opportunity to go and review the rent because now you can have downward reviews. So I think that's yep. the reason maybe that they're hanging on. And as I say, I worked there for many years. I know the business... Imp- the the building intimately but uh, I really would like to see Bewley stay on Grafton Street I think a lot of people would you know it's one of those uh, well known brands and it's a well known association for Dublin as well but we should remember that Bewley's closed some years ago and and there were other operators uh, operating out of there so you know you can't rule it out happening again yeah Um, finally can I just ask you your predictions for next year on the business front Um, what do you think what what, what are you expecting well I think it's going to be a tough year Uh, there's talk of Obviously, of a global recession. Let's hope that the big countries like uh, the United States and the UK uh, don't tip into recession. But if they do, then it's only a mild one and they come out of it uh, quickly. It's hard to predict. Um, I think Ireland uh, in GDP terms will do OK because we have a lot of foreign direct investment here yeah. and a lot of exports from the pharma sector and elsewhere. Uh, but I think in terms of domestic demand, the government has, has predicted a flat year. And I, I would say that's the way it's shaping up. So this might be a, a big splurge by consumers before Christmas on uh, shopping and uh, going out and so on. But I say in the new year, a chill wind uh, will probably blow through the retail sector and hospitality as well. Okay, well, we'll talk to you and we'll keep abreast with all the breaking business stories. Uh, Kieran Hancock from the Irish Times. Pleasure as always to talk to you. Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland. Saturday morning at 11 on News Talk.